0: Welcome to Sports 56 Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Now, here's your host, Johnny Radio himself, John Harden.
1: Welcome to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. I got Brian Dake is hanging out with me. And it's going to be a busy show. You know we're going to talk some college football, a little NFL. Jake Crane's going to join me here in about five minutes. Tons of college football to talk about. Got to talk about that Vols running game. It's just ridiculous. they out there in smoke, Kentucky. We're going to talk about Oklahoma losing. Oregon and Bo Nix balling out in Utah. A lot of college football, plus tonight, not only do we have Monday night football, a little Lions action, some Dan Campbell against the Raiders. We also have
2: Louisville's second exhibition for basketball. Basketball season's upon us, John.
1: Oh, and we had an exhibition game yesterday for the Tigers. Is that
2: not what you were going to talk about?
1: I will with Terry Davis today at 1130, believe it no, or not. No, but you
2: said we have something else tonight in addition to Monday Night Football. Were you not going to talk about the, no, that, that the Louisville exhibition? That wasn't going to be huh. one of
1: them. But I will say Louisville football, did you see them smoke Duke this weekend? What
2: was that? That Holy was cow. a beat
1: down, brother. That Zero was a points for Duke.
2: That was crazy.
1: Man, I, and I'm also excited to talk about Clemson losing again this weekend against <laughs> NC State. Loss. And
2: they're, uh, they're, they're, they're a the school, so don't yeah. ever think they're just a basketball school.
1: So we got—I mean, today is just a jam-packed show, and I'm fired up about it because, again, we got to talk our bets through sure. with a little bit of World Series action. Oh, yeah. Game three. I mean, this thing is knotted up. This series is—this one just, for me, I don't know why, I just— it has that feel of this sucker's going seven games.
2: I would love that. Nothing I, would I mean, love more,
1: John. like game one, and, and, and we got to backpedal because I don't think I've talked to y'all since we were since game one. Yeah, I haven't. And game one was Friday night. Eleventh inning. A, I mean, did you
2: see what Garcia and, did? And John, we were both I on thought, Rangers money line that game. Mo- man,
1: you don't understand. I went banana sandwiches. I was dressed in my stripper cop outfit over at a That's party. Right. And when that ball went out, people would have—you would have thought I was a crazy person.
2: Nobody else is watching the game except for you. You're home around us. the TV, and then you just start jumping up and down. Everybody just like up and down, I lost my mind.
1: I lost my mind. I had so much dead gum fun, um, and heck, I had a great weekend. And hope everybody else did out there. Also, Oxford on Saturday was perfect. Ole Miss beat the tar out of Vanderbilt. Mm. Nice, Vanderbilt. always fun to party down in Oxford. And then NFL action we got to get to today as well. Kirk Cousins, poor guy.
2: Man, I hate it for him.
1: Oh, you know, the NFL trade deadlines tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Sure is. So uh, some teams are going to have to make some decisions out there. There's going to be some tough decisions out there. And there was just they some wild wanna... stuff. There was just some wild stuff this weekend in the National Football League. I mean, uh, I know a couple of people cannot believe Kansas City lost to Denver. It's the NFL.
2: Elements, though, John. Yeah, you got to throw it out the door.
1: I mean, you, I mean, and, and by the way, no Tay-Tay. Tay wasn't there. Travis Kelsey plays a lot better when she's there. Sure does. And guess what? Pat Mahomes had the flu, bro. Mm. Was feeling sick, man. His play wasn't very good either. So I uh, can't believe it. I mean, honestly, it's it's crazy. And now everybody's freaking out about San Francisco. Lost their third straight game. Brock Purdy won 15 straight regular season games. Has lost the last three. 49ers going to a bye week. Um, again, probably not too happy. But it was the concussion protocol. He came out of it on Saturday. Comes into the game on Sunday. But did you see the hit he took during the game where he hit the back of his head? Mm -hmm. Like, damn. um, He might be back up in that concussion protocol again. Um, Good thing that they have a bye this week. But San Francisco's got to figure a few things out. But Christian McCaffrey scored again. 17 straight games in a row. This man has scored. Dude, he is absolutely ridiculous. Did you see OU, by the way, over in college football? They lost to Kansas this week.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I watched I watched that game. I, the only time I changed it away from that game is when they were in that, what, hour-long rain delay?
1: Man. Yeah, the rain delay didn't uh, didn't help out Oklahoma.
2: No, yeah, no, it did not.
1: <sighs> Tough stuff. We got all kinds of good stuff to get to. And, again, um, we are going to talk a little bit. About everything, from the World Series bets to tonight's action to what we got coming up, we got to talk about the tigers, and then we also have to talk about this thing called uh basketball rough start for the Grizzlies well dealing with a lot, John dealing with a lot, yes, you know they, they, they and, and they're back at it tonight they they're are. on the they're here in the house. A lot of games. I
2: was looking at. I was looking. They at play whoever, the Mavericks, man. I was looking at who everyone's playing and what everyone's schedule looks like. A lot of teams going tonight that have only played two games, and the Grizzlies. So this will be their third game. Grizzlies getting ready for their fourth game tonight. Yeah, this so. is
1: their fourth game. Um, and right now, Dallas is two and zero. Grizzlies zero and three. Right now, Dallas only a two and a half point favorite currently over the Grizzlies. So. Um, My goodness, a million and one things to talk about. But I got to remind you, how do we get the first hour? Well, we get it from Scooters Plus. That's right, parts, repairs, sales, and service. They have everything over at Scooters Plus, and I'm talking about everything that's motorized. And we talk about gas, electric, you name it, ATVs, UTVs, motorcycles, dirt, bikes, trikes, go-karts, you name it. They got it, I'm telling you. Golf carts even. Scooters Plus has you Head on over there to their showroom. It's at 3425 Summer Avenue, largest showroom around, open 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday. Scooters Plus, parts repairs, sales, and service. Well, guess what, people? It is that time of the day. It's time to talk with our good buddy, Jake Crane, with Crane & Company. Uh, You can catch their show every single day. Man, they do all kinds of stuff. It's absolutely out of control. One of the best shows, period, to check out. If you're tired of watching some of the same old stupid uh, sports programs, subscribe on his YouTube channel. It'll uh, it'll make you happy. Bring in my good buddy, Jake Crane. What's up, Jake?
3: Man, appreciate the kind words. Yeah, man, if you're not well, watching Crane and Company, what are you doing with your life? Make better choices.
1: I'm telling you, man, get part of the Booster Club. Subscribe to that bad boy. Take care of this business.
3: Is, uh, sometimes you got to put the pedal down and scream America. <laughs>
1: I love it. I love it. Now, um, we got so much going on right now. Like this time of the year is the best. We got game three of the World Series. This World Series to me has that feeling that it might go seven. Uh, the Rangers tonight, you know, or they're on the road. Scherzer's on the bump going against a rookie. Uh, but the Rangers, they have not lost a game on the road this season. Both these two teams are just playing super hot baseball. You got a feeling about tonight's game? Because I've been um, a little bit scared. After after that game one miracle win in the 11th inning, I mean, I was feeling really good. Back the Rangers again. Kind of got burnt the other night.
3: Well, you know, number one, it's the Diamondbacks. You did what you had to do, right? You had, you had to steal one on the road. You did that. But that's the one downside to having two underdogs in the World Series. is I, I don't know who the hell to pick. But like our, our, our who to bet, I, I guess the smart thing now would be to take the road team. And listen, I know Max Scherzer's got a ton of experience. He's got two different colored eyes. Who's not going to trust that guy? <laughs> but this rookie for the Diamondbacks, the Fott guy is absolutely shoving it. Four it, starts,
1: four wins for the yeah, uh, Diamondbacks in those Fott. games.
3: Yeah, spot stocks are cash right now in, in Arizona. So I tell you what I like, Johnny Radio. I think if you're out there and you're a degenerate gambler, you ought to ladder the strikeouts tonight. What do I mean by that? Parlay each strikeout total grouping for each pitcher. So you can go to same game parlay, say that Scherzer's going to get three-plus strikeouts, Bot's going to get three-plus strikeouts, that's one bet, and you can ladder it all the way up typically to seven or eight. And if it hits, buddy, it hits in droves.
1: Damn, I like that. Especially, uh, game two wasn't a lot of strikeouts. So, uh, maybe that's, that will write itself. One other thing. Yeah, th-
3: well, you know, Jordan Montgomery, he's a pitch to contact guy. True. He's not a big strikeout guy. Spot and Scherzer, They're going up there trying to embarrass you in front of your friends and family.
1: Yeah, that is the truth. It's crazy. This guy was, what, three and nine on the season and now, uh, he's been postseason perfection. Uh, baseball is what it is. What other thing I wanted to ask you? You see, Tommy Pham was four for four the other night. Nobody's ever been five for five in the World Series, and he gave his last at-bat to uh, Jace Peterson. Um, very, very cool moment. Uh, kind of yeah. curious, what would you do in that moment? Are you, are you saying, no? Uh, I'm, like, hey, hey, I'm going hey, for hey, five Jace. for five?
3: Yeah, hey, Jace, do you mind throwing me that donut? Or, hey, my gloves are <laughs> over there. Uh, I, I got to get, get ready to try and go five for five in the World Series. Look, I'm a team guy, all right? I'm the, I'm the, the first person there and the last to leave, huge team guy. But I'm I'm trying to go five. If I can make my mark in the World Series, going five for five. I'm sorry, Jace. We're both professionals, uh, but but there's some business that needs to be done. I mean, part of me, yeah, you know, great job being a great teammate, you know. But at the end of the day, why don't you just give some money to charity or something and go hit that fifth at bat?
1: Mm, mm, mm. Speaking of. Um... I wouldn't say charity, but having the Mississippi State Bulldogs come see your Auburn team.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great segue. That's a great segue. Had
1: to feel pretty good. And I know you're an Auburn fan and since, uh, Halloween in 2000, what, 2021, two and 16 in SEC games since them, they took care of business 27 13, put down the Bulldogs. Peyton Thorne actually threw the ball for 230 yards. Hunter was running all over their face. Um, had to feel pretty good. What are you thinking about Auburn and Hugh Freeze going forward?
3: Well, you know, you, you, you played a game where, where the rosters were somewhat similar this time, right? Uh, not that Auburn doesn't have any good players, but when you look at overall depth against, you know, LSU and Ole Miss and Georgia and even A&M, I mean, Auburn's bringing, you know, a blindfold to a sword fight. I mean, you're just, eventually over time, it's going to get you. But I tell you what, the team looked loose, uh, especially offensively. You know, defensively, Auburn's, Auburn's defense has kept him in the fight for most of the year. Uh, Auburn's offense came out, and, and, and they seemed freer. They were throwing on first down. Now, it does help that Mississippi State was given more cushion than a Michael Lindell commercial, but they were able to, to get the intermediate game going, the quick game going, and it's amazing how much that opens up the run, right? We always say, and I've said on here, balance keeps you on the beam. So, yeah, it was good to see you from Auburn. Um, now, you you know, can you go recreate it against Vanderbilt, a team that you're better than, believe it or not, personnel-wise? And now the question Becomes Johnny Radio. Could Auburn go steal one at Arkansas, get to that seven-win mark, and have a chance to knock off Bama to go eight and four? That's what I picked them, so hopefully they figure out a way.
1: Well, LSU-Bama this uh, Saturday from T-Town. That game's going to be ridiculous. you got one defense that... Doesn't make any sense to me. They're terrible on third down conversions. They're terrible when you get in the red zone. They are been just terrible this year, but you know, they got some dudes. Alabama's offense, though their offensive line is terrible. You don't know what you're going to get from Jalen Milroe. Um, Jaden Daniels is an absolute machine. Alabama three point favorite. Well, you got an early lean on this one.
3: Man, you know it's it's so early in the week. I still haven't you know sat by my window and stared outside for thirty minutes and and figured out who I'm going with. But you're right; it's so weird looking at LSU's athletes and watching them be bad on defense. It's it's like finding a fat person allergic to chocolate. You just don't see it a lot, and when you do, it doesn't make sense. So uh, you would think and and listen. I'm not going off. Oh well, they shut out Army, all right? Or you know they held Auburn to eighteen points. You're going up against against guys that are good enough that, that you have to play well to stop. You can't just beat at first. And this LSU defense hasn't been able or at least shown us the capability to consistently stop good personnel. Now, I will say this. Alabama hasn't put four quarters together. And if Alabama does play inconsistent or Jalen Milroe turns the ball over or he misses guys that are open, whether it be in early downs or late downs, this LSU offense can score enough points to beat Bama. Everybody, and they should be, we talked about it this morning, talk about LSU strength, which is offense, versus Alabama strength, which is defense, even though they have done some things Alabama offensively that have been impressive. But I like to look at weakness versus weakness, right? How does this LSU defense match up against Alabama's offense? How do these special teams unit match up? Uh, and when I look at it, Alabama having Will Riker's huge, cause I'm telling you, Johnny Radio, and, and it's typically a big factor. But in this game, I think it could be the biggest factor. Who can? Because I think both teams will move the balls in between the 20. Who can score touchdowns in the red zone? Who can give up field goals? And who can shut people out from either? You know, LSU defensively, every time somebody's gotten in the red zone this year, they've at least scored some points. They are last in the country in red zone defense. If that doesn't change, I still don't think LSU can score enough, even though they have what I think is the best quarterback in the country right now And what I think is the best
1: offense in the country. Man, yeah, I remember that old miss game. I think they ran for almost 320 yards and got almost 400 yards passing. I mean, it was, I mean, damn, 55 49. That was nuts.
3: It was, I was almost dyslexic by the end of it.
1: (laughs) Now, um, speaking of another team that just kind of pulled it out and slapped them, Georgia, you got, I feel better about Georgia this Monday than I have basically at any other point during the season about them. But then I looked early at the lines and saw that Missouri's catching seventeen and a half points. Tell me that's not just—I I mean, I feel like I got to jump on Missouri now.
3: Man, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm—I'm I'm not touching this one yet. Uh-oh. I am absolutely not touching this game. Georgia, look—the two scariest things that—that that if you're an opposing fan of Georgia, are you relate or you you know relate to any other college football team, whether it be at the top or the bottom? Two things. One, Lad McConkey looked healthy. He looked so healthy. I mean, he absolutely tore Florida apart, getting in and out of breaks, kind of took over that security blanket now that Brock Bowers is out. And the second thing is this Georgia team once again showed unbelievable mat- maturity in a spot where your leader was gone. Florida got the ball, went right down the field, and scored exactly like they drew it up. They stayed on script. Everything was on schedule. That Florida's playing with nothing to lose. What does Georgia do? They don't panic. They don't get too down. They don't get too up. They just go about their business and drop 36 points over the next three quarters. I'm telling you right now, this Georgia team may not be as old as Michigan, and I picked Michigan to win it. But the more I watch Carson Beck and the time he has to throw the ball, the more I look at the decision-making, the more I keep looking at that front seven get better and better and better, even though they don't have the quote-unquote star power the last two Georgia teams had, this Georgia team's a legitimate problem. Like, and and they're developing while winning. This is what I said a couple weeks ago. Uh, if, if you can develop while winning, what a high class problem.
1: That is a high class problem. Now, the winningest coach in Kentucky football history is always owned by the Vols, but it's also. No, it's always just so uh, crazy to me to see, like, Tennessee ran the ball 47 times for 253 yards. Um, and you got to give Joe Milton, he was effective only, I think, through th- about 20 passes. But, man, when you, when you got right and you got small and you got Samson and you're going that up-tempo offense, that run, that the Vols were just unable. I mean, Kentucky couldn't stop them.
3: Well, look, this Tennessee team is a lot different than the one from last year. They're, they're truly a run to pass. That's what made, you know, what they did early against Alabama through the air so impressive. I mean, you know, they were dribbling with their left. I thought Joe Milton punched above his weight. Uh, a lot of that Alabama game, they just weren't able to put four quarters together, and Alabama, you know, uh, figured it out after halftime. he's one of the best adjusters there are. But I tell you what, man, Kentucky's been wildly disappointing. And it's weird because Devin Leary went off through the air. You know, I would not have expected. I don't trust Devin Leary as far as I can throw him. Between him and Joe Milton, I really trust neither one of them. But Kentucky's ground game, that is 100% their bag. That is who they are. But it's Tennessee's as well. So it was truly strength versus strength. I was surprised now we've seen multiple times where Kentucky's had the home field advantage where they've just gotten punked. I mean, Missouri beat them by 17, and Luther Burton didn't pee a drop in that game. So at some point, it seems like Kentucky... Just, it, they're not super explosive, right? Right. We we know that. Like, they're not through the air. Typically, they haven't been. But the ground game got stymied, and Tennessee just ran it through them. This is two straight years, two straight years where Kentucky's defense is kind of folded in the biggest moment. And that's Mark Stoops' bag. That's what's been so surprising. But, yeah, it looks like it's a battle of uh, Missouri and Tennessee for uh, second in the East.
1: Man, Clemson, by the way, over in the ACC uh-huh. is absolutely – it's unbelievable. NC State dropped in twenty-four seventeen. Uh Dabo does not like NIL, does not like the transfer portal, and is not adapting to the you know college football today. Um, are we watching him drown?
3: Well, I mean, he told me he was going to do this. Then he come out the other day and say, hey, maybe we need to lose a couple so I'm going to see what it's really like. But and, and all joking aside, if he doesn't – Bubble, right. You know, one of, the, one of the biggest, biggest compliments I can give Nick Saban or, or anybody that's a CEO or that runs something or is the head of something is the ability to be malleable even when they're at the top and be able to evolve as the times evolve. I don't think Dabo can sit here in this same Boy Scout mindset and not think to use the transfer portal or not use every, or, or you know, NIL to the fullest, using every resource possible to win. I watch Nick Saban. Puff and puff and complain about hurry-up, no-huddle offense for three straight years. After he realized that it wasn't going to change, what did he do? He didn't keep crying, right? He didn't stay stubborn and keep trying to do the same thing. He went out and got some of the best hurry-up, no-huddle minds that there are and adjusted and went and won a championship. So Dabo, at some point, morality Dabo has got to go against competitor Dabo. And whichever one of those wins will dictate how much longer he has.
1: Bo Dacious, Bo Nix, has the best PR team in college football. That's for damn sure. They're on ESPN. I see him in Times Square. Uh, But his play is ridiculous. Oregon beat the Brakes off of Utah. Um, Right now, man, where you got Bo in the Heisman?
3: Man, I I got him top three. I think right now it's Pinnock, Then I think it's Jaden Daniels. Then I think it's Bo Nix. Now, a lot of what happens with Jaden is going to depend on how LSU finishes up here, including Alabama. I think if he has a humongous game... And, and not that Washington's going to struggle against USC's defense, but we've kind of seen some some chinks in Washington's armor here over the past couple weeks. I think Jaden could usurp him or pass him if he has a huge week at Alabama. You have to have Heisman opportunities to have Heisman moments. But Penix is going to get his. I'd go Penix one. I'd go uh, Jaden Daniels two. And, <laughs> excuse me, I'd go Bo Nix three.
1: I'm kind of surprised this week about Washington, the USC game. Um, I thought Washington would be a little bit bigger favorite. Three and a half. Uh, USC's defense has been so terrible. You think Pennix would have five, six touchdowns before halftime?
3: Over, over. <laughs> <take it> <laughs> I think it's already at
1: 77.
3: Yeah, I'll take it at 97. Like, um, this, this. I, I tell you what, the Tony Radio, how many times, though, and I'm sure next off season, if Lincoln Riley isn't coaching the Cowboys, which we'll see, I'm sure next off season when I, when I come on your show, I have to keep telling everybody this USC team is not a national championship contender. Can we please stop? And this isn't a USC problem. Like, this isn't a, oh, you're a West Coast team, the West Coast. This isn't that speech. It's a Lincoln Riley a, problem. Hey, Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch have been doing this since I can remember. This is just who they are. It's like that Mandy Moore show on ABC. This is us.
1: Man, do me a favor. Tell everybody uh, what you got coming down the pipe this week and where they can find you.
3: Man, we, we got everything. We're talking all college football. Uh, the easiest way to find us, the two easiest ways, go to YouTube. It's Craning and Company, C R A I N N Company. If uh, you go to Apple Podcast, Spotify, however you listen, we're on there too. Spelled the same. Uh, Daily Wire, pretty much everywhere, man. We're talking everything, basically baseball, college football, NFL. We've got college basketball around the corner. We go live each weekday morning. 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern. We have live calls and a live chat. So if you're into that thing and you're bored with, you know, normal sports talk where all they do is yell at each other and tell you how bad of a person you are, then uh, come hang out with us.
1: Man, I'm telling you, everybody, you'll love it. I swear you will. It's the way to start your day. 7.15 tonight, you got the Lions and the Raiders. Last thing, you got to play. Ooh.
3: Man, I, I don't like 7.5 sunny so radio. You, you know that. I hate that. Hook. I'm not a 7.5 guy. I, I, I'd buy this one down to six and a half. It's, it's at seven now, so you can get it cheaper at six and a half. I'm just not, I would rather ladder the strikeout, take the Lions minus six and a half, and see if we can not get to Tuesday. Because guess what starts this week, Johnny Radio? But we got max. We got max, and it's a real thing. So, uh, yeah, man, we, uh, we're we going to have it all covered. Give me the Lions minus six and a half. Uh, your voice. Your Deep in the green. I think I'm 66% right now when it comes to college football. So, so if you want to come get breaded, uh, hop in the fryer with me.
1: Man, Jake, be blessed. I'm going to keep following you and making that money. That is Jake Crane from Crane & Company. Now, Dacus, do you uh, make any money this weekend? Sure. Would you bet on?
2: Oh, I thought you meant by my paycheck. Um, no, I mean, I just bet a little bit of everything. Are you winning? Yeah.
1: You're doing pretty well? Doing all right. You ain't taking the Grizzlies, are you? Oh, no, I'm not. Well, we're going to talk about the Grizzlies and the Tigers on the other side with Terry Davis. Don't you dare touch the dial. Sports 56, 98.5 FM.
0: Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio. We are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Here once again... Johnny Radio Snap back to reality
1: oh they goes gravity oh they goes rabbit joke he He's so mad but he won't give up patties he know he won't have any it. notes It's so back to these ropes it's on mad he he's
4: got he knows that but he's pro He's so stacked that he knows when he goes Welcome back to, back to Little Sports 56
1: happy hour I'm your buddy Johnny Radio Brian Takes is hanging out with me and we're about to talk with Terry Davis Maine Terry D you know what we're gonna talk about oh the tigers. Yeah, we gotta talk about the Grizzlies. Grizzlies in action tonight, man. Grizzlies in action tonight. Fourth game of the year. Bad problem is they're zero and three. You <laughs> and know, and two at and home. Mavs are two and zero. Oh, we're gonna talk about Grizzlies and Tigers. What's up, Terry D? By the way, Brian. For some reason, I can't get my screen open over here. So just run the damn um, thing like he's you're already doing. on okay no Wait, I'm just saying, okay, yeah. hey, hey john
3: what, what are you doing johnny deep breath i got oh, sorry sorry got it's it.
1: monday it's cold outside
4: oh <laughs> oh, oh. That, somebody had a bad weekend no i had a great a weekend idea. no You're no no. Out on the hill. Come on, no, no
1: no i had a fabulous weekend i was just kidding i was talking about the grizzlies oh and three and no i'm not i'm not very upset about anything but i know that the care bear stare there's some grizzlies fans out there who are struggling you like? I mean, the Grizzlies are only you know catching two and a half. Dallas only a two and a half point favorite tonight. Can Grizzlies get on the uh, get in the win column? Uh,
4: you know, I thought they were going to get the win column on um, on on Saturday. You know, with with, with the Tajawn reunion, it might be a little iffy tonight. You know, they're playing well. It's just like they can't. They they
1: played they're the not Nuggets closing well. Closing
4: the deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just not closing the deal
1: yeah it's it's definitely um it's, it's been a little bit painful but again they're back at it tonight seven o'clock from the grindhouse now i do want to um kind of hop on over here and start talking a little bit about this tigers team they had a little exhibition yesterday which
4: one? football to basketball which one
1: i want to I go start with basketball first because we, we're going to get down to uh, a little north texas action that thing got scary i'll tell you that much like really scary but man first i got to know Finally, this is Hoop City. We got to go with basketball. What do you think about Penny's group right now? They did have an exhibition yesterday against Lane College.
4: Yeah, you know, usually you know, I'm not a big exhibition guy, preseason guy, but from what I saw, you know, this team will not struggle to score. You know, last year, you know, early on, this team was hard to score, but it seems like they, it, it not all of them always say it. It seemed like they were genuine and like each other. There's no no agendas against each other, and they're playing with one another and they have talent. This might be one of the best scoring teams that I've seen in Memphis in a long time, maybe since the old eighteen.
1: Damn, I like to hear that um it's a different kind of formula for success instead of having a bunch of you know like a superstar five star big man like a Durin or uh Wiseman, you got a big old you know I mean a bunch of uh, veteran guys, a bunch of guys who are you know uh who, who've been there and done that.
4: Yeah, you know, an experience, that's one thing Penny learned from, I think, two years ago, you know, back when Tulane, you know, beat him down there because uh, they had all those grown men down there. He said, okay, we're going to learn from this. You know, that's the year they had Jalen Duran and the money base. They they had the young talent, but Tulane had the old, experienced guys, and they beat him down there at the gym. So, okay, Penny said, okay, this will never happen again. So, Penny said, okay, we would not do a – uh, this all young team again we're gonna have some experience in there together and this experience he's gotten all these guys to buy into him and they bought into it and this and this when you get some young guys to buy into something that's a great experience
1: man the fifth year senior Malcolm Dandridge has experience he's just been struggling to stay healthy he came out very strong in that first one uh, what, what are you seeing in Malcolm?
4: same thing that we always see in Malcolm you know Malcolm you know he he'll show you great presence but can he do it consistently? And, you know, only time will tell if he can do that consistently. Because he always has flashes of greatness. But, you know, Malcolm has always struggled with his health and his endurance. If he can stay healthy and stay on the court for as, as long as they have, especially with somebody like J.B. backing them up, and if they stay healthy, this could be Malcolm's best year as Tigers.
1: No Javon Quinterly. Um, what's going on with him? You just wait until he's 100%? Yeah,
4: exactly. Because uh, between him and uh, – uh, Caleb Mills, you know, because they rarely did practice when we, we were allowed to go to practice, and I think they just they just tweaked a little hamstring, and he don't want him to actually, you know, extend it so he can be out for extended time. So it's not a big pull or nothing like that. So it's just it's just a little tweak, and they just taking extra precaution.
1: Man, man, man. Well, uh, basketball getting ready, we're excited. You know how it is in Hoop City, everything's going on right now. But man, the football game. Um, my goodness, that was, um, I would say that was a bit of a scare, wasn't it? Uh,
4: yeah, you know what, and and I think about it, you remember the quote that Brady White did about two years ago, about three years ago, but did we win?
1: (laughs) Yep, but did we win, yes.
4: Yeah, did we win, yes, and that's what all counts, and you know, you know, know, I, I say this every day, man, but Coach Silverfield, you know, I love him to death, but, he do some things that make me want to scratch my head, man.
0: Mm-hmm. I know
4: you don't have a you you don't have a great field goal kicker, but you're on a twenty yard line. You have twenty one points. Kick the freaking field goal, you know, you know, you, you know, you're trying to run the clock out. Kick the field goal whenever you got opportunity to take points. You take the points, you know. And then I don't know what's going on with these guys with these, these drop dropsies, man. You know, if they had if they had not dropped as many passes, that they had. They would have won by 40 points, and that's the reason I didn't go to the game, because I thought they would beat North Texas by 30 points. So I opted to go to D.C. instead, and I wound up missing a great game up in North Penn.
1: Man, it was crazy. That fourth quarter when North Texas was scoring touchdown after touchdown after touchdown, you're just like, man, like, and I'm, oh, that Tiger that, – this team just – like, you think the game's over. You know what I mean? You kind of stop watching it, and then you come back, and you see, like, you know, score across the screen, and the next thing you know, it's 35 to 38, and you're like, what is going on?
4: It just goes to show you that the defense is good, but they don't have any depth. You know, they're going to be good for maybe three, three-and-a-half quarters, but they're not going to be good for four quarters. This team has proven they they cannot play for four quarters to save their lives. So when... they're going to they don't have to beat people. And you know, like I said, take points at every opportunity, you know. But one thing I do like, like about the team, unlike the team last year, they don't have any quit in them. So if they got a chance to win, they're going to win. And believe it or not, you know they are already bowl eligible, and I think they still got four more games to play. So this team could wind up winning nine to ten games this season, which is crazy. And that no one even thought about.
1: Did you think and, with forty-seven seconds? Did you? They have okay. no traction, but I'm just saying. Did you really think that with 47 seconds, the Tigers want to be able to go down and score a touchdown like that? I mean, it was it was. I mean, I, I still can't believe it.
4: But you know what? What uh, Ryan Silverfield said from the beginning of the year: this team has explosiveness, and they've shown throughout this season they have explosiveness. Even in that game with Blake Walk Watson, what he did, they they exploded. And, and and like I said, this team could easily score 60 points. And I can't wait to see the SMU game in a few weeks when they play one another.
1: Man, that I, I still just can't believe that thing. Now, um, what you th- like you mentioned a little bit about Ryan Silverfield and some of the stuff that's going on, uh,
4: people just don't like Brian. They just don't like him for some reason. I don't know what the what their reason is, but you know, it, it's it's not like everybody liked um, Norvell when he was here too. You know, they didn't love him until he went to the, the Cotton Bowl, because so, you know that was some rumblings for him to get a hit too. So I think. I think people just have that mentality. They just want to change for the sake of changing, and those are the same people they want you to change are not showing up or buying tickets or True. supporting the program. So you cannot listen to fans on some on some situations. You it's know, a good if point. you got to team winning, you know you got to take it. And you know, like one thing about it, like if Memphis gets called up to a power a power five school, we would not be winning for at least for a few years. So you got to take this winning while you can. You know, on the football level, basketball they're going to be good on, on whatever conference they're in. But on football, you know, you look at the UFC and the Houston's and all those ones that went up. You know, none of them won the conference game, and they're struggling. They got money in the bank, but they're struggling. Are you think that their fans enjoy watching that? Um, um The money's good, but you still want to win. Well, and That's why you play the game. You play the game to win, right?
1: That's right. You play to win the game. Dead gum it, man. Play to win the game. Tigers 6-2 on the season. They got four left. They got South Florida, Charlotte, SMU, and Temple. Uh, they've been in every game this, you know, this year, like, uh, only the two losses, Missouri on the road, I thought was a damn good game. Yeah. And of course, uh, against Tulane, uh, I mean, uh, you know, they ran off those 21 straight points and then all of a sudden somehow they lost momentum and Tulane just took it back from them. But pretty good season for Silverfield and the boys, but yeah, uh, it's been pretty, pretty wild, man. Who you got tonight in the baseball game?
4: Oh my, you know what, man? I am loving this baseball game.
1: Yeah, it's really good. I mean, that game number one, though, was crazy. I mean, that was – You know what?
4: You know, if you pitch to him again in that situation, they need to just –
1: Don't don't pitch to uh, Garcia, please don't.
4: Don't pitch to him. You walk him. I don't care if the base is loaded. You walk him because if you pitch to him, I'm coming coming to Tokyo, and I don't have any money on the game.
1: Dude, he's just right now like he's not hit, going up there to hit baseball. He's going up there to mash him. Like he is crushing them.
4: Yes. yes, man. And you know, you know, what you one thing about when you're hot, you know, you just walk you just you just, okay, you're going win this one. You know, just like when Barry Bonds are going up there and he, they was walking in with low situation. I'd rather walk and give give a one run than get four runs. You cannot let that dude beat you. Period.
1: I'm with you on that one. Uh who you got. Man, I, this one is so tough right now. Like, I keep thinking to myself, you know, Max Scherzer, it's his third world series. Um, you know, he's a bulldog. He's, he, you know, he has struggled. Like, in his first, he's only throwing, he's He's only, he's gotten a little bit better, but still, he's only thrown six and two, third innings, and he has given up seven runs. Um, but on the other side, my man, um, Fat, he's, he's been dealing. This is a guy who, again, ERA over five in the regular season. Um, he doesn't have the wins himself, but he's, you know, started four games. And the Diamondbacks won all four games that he started. And his ERA through the playoffs is 2.7. Um, he's been pretty filthy, which is crazy because I can't believe I'm, I'm trusting a rookie over Max Scherzer.
4: Yeah, but I'm going with Max, man. You know, because like I said, one thing Max showed me in the last time, he went three innings. He may have gave up two or three runs, but he went three innings. And I think tonight he might go four or five innings and might not give up any run. So I think he's, you know, he, he just needs to get to him four. Well, if he gives him four or five innings, that's a win for, for for Texas.
1: Yeah, it's crazy to think about this. Max Scherzer This is the first time, by the way, in World Series history that you got a guy who uh, has multiple Cy Youngs pitched in uh, multiple World Series, starting against a rookie in the postseason. I mean, Max began his career back in two thousand eight. Think about that. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man.
4: It, it, it's crazy, but you know that is time, He he's delivered, man. All right, man, the Grizzlies will win tonight. I'm putting the money oh, on Oh you know, no! And, and we're gonna we're gonna do it.
1: We're gonna Grizzlies gonna get it done tonight. They're gonna be they're finally gonna get in that win column.
4: Gonna finally get it done, and then after the Utah game, they're gonna get some help in for rebounding. We're gonna go from there.
1: Ooh, I'm digging it, I'm digging it, I'm digging it. Man, Terry, be blessed. I appreciate your time. Everybody follow Terry at TerryD515. work working the new Tri-State Defender, and always listen to him right here. Be blessed, my buddy.
4: Until next time, talk to you later.
1: That is Terry Davis. Man, we're going to take a quick timeout. we got to talk a little baseball. We haven't even gotten to the NFL yet. Plus, we got Hardenwood because it feels so good. Sports 56, 98, 5FM.
0: We are real sports talk. Sports 56 WHBQ. Now back to Sports Fifty Six Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Here once again is Johnny Radio.
3: Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes
4: gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. He Chop. he's so mad, but he won't give up. That is, he know he won't have it. He knows it's so. Whole- Welcome he's
1: he's so back to Little Sports 56 guys, Happy Hour. and your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with Brian Dakis. Busy, busy, busy sports schedule. You know we got Game 3 of the World Series tonight. Max Scherzer, fat.
2: Sports Equinox.
1: Today. You got the Raiders and the Lions, yeah. and what's the Equinox? Because the Grizzlies are playing the Mavs, no, so you got three game. great games to watch that you're going to care about.
2: No, it's every major sport in the United States is playing tonight. NFL. Are we MLB, so we count now?
1: We call we, The hockey league is now like one of the big. No, 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 no.
2: NFL, NBA, uh,
1: MLB, NHL, and MLS are all playing. Tonight. Where's the college? Bat, where's the college football, buddy? Not,
2: that's not part of it. I mean, it's all the professional I mean, if you're going to – I ain't
1: doing no ML. We ain't
2: throwing no ML. We're in the MLS playoffs, guys. Playoffs, there. and Nashville's playing tonight. Nashville, let's see, I worn my. I should have worn my kit today.
1: Ooh, speaking of Nashville, it's kind of a great segue right here because Thank I you. wanted to bring up something that I found fascinating. Wowzers! Will Levis. Did you see Will yeah. Levis yesterday? Yeah. Four touchdown passes. The man might drink coffee with mayo. But, man, um, I thought – I wasn't hearing very many good things coming uh, out of the Titans camp early on. But, dude, four touchdown passes, and um, somebody finally started throwing the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. Do it in a regular
2: Titans uniform,
1: and then I'll – Oh, I'll. oh, because they were in the Oilers? That's right. Do it in a regular they Titans jersey,
2: and, and then I'll believe you. And then once you do it in a regular Titans jersey, do it on the road, and then, I'll,
1: and then I might believe you. Man, I'm telling you, they did look good, though. Titans beat up on the Falcons, and, you know, the Falcons had a top four – uh, secondary going into that game, and again four touchdown passes. I will say, man, Arthur Smith. That offense is just not. Um, it's not the getting This Falcons it done. team's a joke, man. Yeah, just, I just I don't I don't get it. And and by the way, why did it take so long to go to Heineke?
2: Ah, uh, good question.
1: It's I mean, a great question. Actually, like you haven't figured out that Desmond Ritter? Oh, because Desmond terrible?
2: Ritter's undefeated at home since high school, John. Well, high school. Who cares? He played at Cincinnati. He was great when he was there.
1: Derek Henry, by the way, uh, it's amazing if he had, doesn't have eight, nine guys in the box. He can actually get going downhill. He looked good yesterday. And you Andrew know Cowboy. why, by the way, you know why he didn't have that many people in the box? Because Will Levis was throwing over the top. Right.
0: Sure.
1: can't believe him. I'm saying this. Have we seen enough of Tannehill? Have we seen enough Will Levis to say goodbye, Tannehill? Is Levis Hill? the guy? Is Will Levis going to be that good? Tannehill to Minnesota? I mean, Titans fans got to be praying. They ain't seen that good of a quarterback play in a long time
2: yeah might be a might be a one one as good as
1: say it could be a one hit wonder i don't know man we'll we'll find out but yeah that was a uh, nice little debut from will levis tomorrow the nfl trade deadline is going to be here all kinds of crazy stuff going on because you got kurt warner kurt warner did i just say kurt warner really he did
2: wow what a throwback
1: cousins that is sorry the you know my man warner did the grocery, grocery sacks, but uh he he tore his acl minnesota though Uh, Held on for the dub, but man, that's just like after watching the quarterback last year. Have you seen it? It Had followed around Marcus Mariota, Pat Mahomes, and it followed around Kirk Cousins. No, I didn't watch it on the Netflix. Mm -mm. It is so good. Even Chas loved the damn thing. Interesting. Like she, because you know, like what else is she going to do? I'm watching it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But she, she didn't just deal with it. She got into it. I like it. And you, what you do is you end up liking Pat Mahomes already more than you like him. Mm. you find a healthy respect for Kirk Cousins, and then you just can't stand Marcus Mariota. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's a huh. Good little show. Good little show. Uh, big showing, though, uh, for Sam Howell, I thought, yesterday, and the Commanders. I yeah, thought they were gonna going to get that Eagles team, man, but yeah, Jalen Hurts very and very that team good. came back, and A.J. Brown out of Ole Miss – is just ridiculous.
2: Yeah, his his stat loss. Ridiculous. Are,
1: are what is it, 125 yards in six consecutive games or something like yeah, that? Yeah, hold on.
2: I have it on my phone.
1: Hold my on. goodness. My man had eight receptions, 130 yards, two touchdowns, and one of his touchdowns he just caught with one damn hand. Yeah, A.J. Brown is the first receiver in NFL history
2: to have 125-plus receiving yards in six straight games. His last six games read like this. Nine receptions for 131 yards, nine receptions for 175 yards and two touchdowns, six receptions for 127 yards, seven receptions for 131 yards, 10 receptions for 137 yards and a touchdown, and eight eight receptions for 130 yards and two touchdowns. That's incredible.
1: That is ridiculous. We got to break down a whole lot of NFL on the other side. Plus, we have Hardenwood. We're going to, you know, put the cherry on the top, the creme de la creme at the very end, and give you all of our plays at once. But right now, it's almost lunchtime. Central Barbecue best barbecue in the world because it's the best barbecue in Memphis and Memphis has the best barbecue and guess what if you can hear my voice you're close to one they got you covered at 4375 Summer yes sir, they got you downtown they got you on Midtown, they got you on Poplar and now they also got you in South Haven heck, you can go to eatcbq.com and order, like to-go orders online, pick them up, bing bang boom you're out or you can head on over there and get you maybe some barbecue nachos maybe some wings little sausage cheese plate Smoke their 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 pulled chicken is straight up awesome turkey their barbecue pork you want some ribs mm, my goodness get some ribs they have everything over at Central Barbecue where smoke is their sauce we got NFL talk on the other side plus some Hardenwood because it just feels so good sports 5698
4: 5 FM is someone in my head but it's
3: not me.